When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Everybody wants to be optimistic at the start of their football season, and it's completely understandable. I don't blame them one bit. The problem is, you can't be optimistic for everybody. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson is in for the honeymoon, and Chris Canty Today, along with Chris Carlin, follow us on Twitter at Chris Carlin at Amber W Sports by all means. Uh, interact with us there as well during the course of the show. And it struck me this weekend, Amber. I'm doing my fantasy football draft, one of too many, and I um, I'm looking at all these teams, and you know I'm doing my homework. And wow, this guy's going to set up to have a big year. This team really looks better, and and. You go up and down the list. I'm like, wait a minute, who's going to stink? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the team that's that's truly not going to be very good. And it seems like there are times uh, in the past where you could pick seven or eight teams where you just knew you just knew it was going to be an absolutely awful year. And I, I think I could probably say that about four teams right now, maybe a fifth. But other than that. I'm I'm really kind of wondering where the bad teams are coming from. I got the Bears. I got the Texans. Mm-hmm. I got the Falcons. I got the Carolina Panthers. Maybe Washington. Where are the awful teams coming from in this league? Yeah, I mean, I think even Washington, you could argue, is a maybe. I think Panthers, you could is it, argue, maybe is it's a maybe. maybe now with you Baker. Know, it's, yeah, well, it's Baker, and, and is McCaffrey going to be healthy? You know, so I, I don't. I, it's a maybe. I don't think it's a. It's a given. Like the Texans, even if you believe that Davis Mills exceeded expectations last yeah. season, I don't even think the Texans want to be good this season, right? I'm not. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying that might not be. That might not be in their game plan this season. Uh, so when we're talking about the Bears, we know that they've ripped it all the way down to the studs. Even if you think Justin Fields has shown some real sparks here in the preseason he's got a lot to overcome this season for Chicago so even with bright spots you feel pretty confident hey the pairs aren't going to be good outside of those teams I think we can agree on those teams there's a lot of maybes I mean that's what I'm finding out here even in the AFC which I feel like we act like the AFC everybody's well, it's like where everyone's a Super Bowl contender. It's like, well, they can't all be Super Bowl contenders. They can't even all make the postseason. This isn't how any of it works. And so the teams, I think, that are maybe a question mark there. Do you believe in the Patriots? Could they be a team that ends up looking a lot worse than we expect? What about the New York Jets? Could they look a lot worse than you're expecting? I think maybe even the Steelers could be in that list, even though they're quarterback competition has looked pretty good on all fronts this preseason the Browns with Jacoby Brissett do you believe in him is he really the answer there in Cleveland the Tennessee Titans is their window over so there are questions on teams and the AFC and then if you move on to the NFC the weaker conference I mean are you one who's bought in on the Detroit Lions because I think that they're still going to be pretty bad this season yeah I don't I don't think they're going to be playoff contenders 
the Seahawks are, are they giving could be people brutal? hope in Detroit? I think they're giving people hope. I feel like every team I just discussed has hope, right? Like outside of Chicago and Houston, it feels like every team has some semblance of hope where you could try to make an argument that that team is going to exceed expectations. It can't all be true. I have a hard time making that argument for Atlanta. I have a hard time making that argument for Chicago. And I have a hard time making that argument for Houston. And frankly, I wouldn't even make that argument for Washington. Although I I think, you know, there are some arguments to be made there. Okay, but let's let's talk about some of these instances for a moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty. We're brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And when I I am going through and picking the teams as I have been doing the last few days that I want to try to play an over under on that. I want to try to find where they may finish. One of the teams that I look at in the NFC, I'm jumping on the bears to have the worst record in football. I think they're going to be absolutely awful. But other than that, like let's go to the AFC for a second. Mm -hmm. We, there are questions, but like we have a couple of teams in the AFC where they they should be better considering the talent that they have, but the quarterback, you just don't know. The Jets, they have a lot more talent, but the quarterback, when is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be out there in week three? And is he going to be better? Um, I don't look at anybody else. You know, the the Patriots, I personally don't think are going to be very good. I think the slide may begin this year. What Patriot about the Jags? Uh, Can we Patriot- agree on them? Let's say that again. The Jag- the Jacksonville like, Jaguars. There, we there's like optimism there, right? They got past the debacle of Urban Meyer. You know, Trevor Lawrence in year two. Etienne's healthy. Um, what they did in the offseason with the free agent signings, like the Jaguars, I think people in Jacksonville are kind of optimistic after what happened last year. Um, is there a team in the AFC West that anybody thinks is not going to be really good or, or pretty good? No, I mean, it's unlikely that you're going to get all four into the postseason, right? Sure. But, I, you know, so I always have the Broncos finishing last in that division because I'm just not one who believes that they're only a quarterback away. But what does last in that division mean? I mean, it, you know, right. it, I'm not saying at all that the Denver Broncos are, are going to look like I expect the Chicago Bears to look this season. So it's hard when you're talking about teams. There are teams that have question marks. But it's hard to find teams that you feel confident. It's easier to find teams that you feel confident are going to be great than confident are going to be terrible, which that feels unusual to me, doesn't it? Yeah. For this NFL season, I feel like we're, we're normally questioning who's going to be great, not who's going to be terrible. But this one's it, – there's well, but so if you're much going into a, If you're going into teams. like a survivor pool and pick a, pick a team a week, right, you're, going, you're looking for those teams that are supposed to be awful right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And fading them just a bit. It's true. And there's not that many of them. There's not that many of those teams that are supposed to be awful out of the gate. Uh, It's pretty remarkable. I mean, when I was trying to go through this and formulate arguments, now I don't think, like, I don't think the Jags are going to be good. You know, now could they be better than they were last season? What did they win? Three games last season? I don't have it in front of me. But, like, the Mm -hmm. the, the bar is very low for teams like that. So I still don't expect the Jags are, are going to be ready for a postseason run or anything of that nature, but could they be improved? And if they improve on that, Carlin, then is the narrative around them going to be that they were awful and had an awful season? Because I feel like all they have to do is win a few more games and we're going to be like, oh, Trevor Lawrence is the future. Oh, I think I don't think there's any question because when you, they had the worst record in football 
last year. You know, they had the number one pick for a reason, but then you look at what they were able to do in this offseason and how uh, Trevon Walker has looked so far. They, they, there's optimism there. There's going to be, mark my words, in the AFC, there's going to be a double-digit team, win team, if not two, that don't make the playoffs this year. Now, granted, part of that is because there are 17 games now as opposed to 16, mm-hmm. but I think we could have two 10-win teams not make the playoffs this season. Just I mean, don't let it be my darn Miami Dolphins again. Well, it could be. I mean, listen, it could be, but they're one of the teams. You tell me how many of these teams are capable of winning 10 games when I throw them at you, okay? Okay. I think we agree the Bills are going to win 10 games. Yeah. The Bill, uh, the Dolphins, they're capable. Mm-hmm. They're very capable. The Ravens, definitely capable. capable. The Steelers, mm-hmm. Maybe not. All right. So that let's let's say three. The Browns. Are the Browns capable? Uh, Jacoby Brissett under center for eleven games. The I mean, final six with uh, so you know. Yeah, the with fi- Watson. Final six with yeah, Watson. That's 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 not get, that's not making me feel double digity. Uh, it's certainly possible. Okay. Obviously, it's a good Cleveland team outside of that position, but that position's a huge question mark unless they bring in Garoppolo. Cincinnati. Yeah. Yes. Uh. No Houston, Tennessee. Yeah, you could. They could do it. You could see it. Could you see the Colts winning? Uh, yes, with Matt Ryan, sure. Is there anybody in the West, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chiefs, or the Chargers that you couldn't see winning ten games? No, they could all win ten. Yeah, this is the point. Like we're we're <laughs> now right we're there. at ten. We're at we're at ten teams. Yeah, I mean that's absurd. But that's where that's what we're looking at. And I mean by that rationale, there's going to be three teams that don't make the playoffs. I mean, that, it's that would nuts. Be, that would yeah, win that 10 is games. nuts. I mean, we can't all, we, we just can't be right about all of these teams. There's got to be something that we're missing. And, and listen, and this story is sure going to change. there'll be injuries we're, and such. Right. But. And that's, that's going to be the difference here. Like we're looking at this, looking through the lens of everybody's healthy. And we know that situation can change dramatically and it can look very different depending who goes down this season. I, I'm just fascinated by the fact that there are so many teams in the league that have genuine, actual hope for this year that it could be a playoff team, let alone be a team that can really contend to win the whole thing. It's nuts to me, especially in that AFC. It's I love the positivity. You know, yeah. we don't have enough positivity in 2022. Look at us, so positive about NFL teams. Well, what I'm looking to do is, t- is tamp down that positivity. <laughs> I, I'm looking to get rid of it. I'm looking to whitewash it. I've never been interested in positivity. It doesn't serve me well. <laughs> it's just... Stay tuned for more of that for negativity here on Canty and Carlin (laughs) on ESPN radio at ESPN plus check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN radio and on ESPN plus passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Who's stepping up and who's not? It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson is in for Canty on his honeymoon. Chris Carlin, hit us up on Twitter. Tweet the show at Chris Carlin, at Amber W Sports. By all means, we are on the ESPN app as well as ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Amber, let's do a little buy or sell. When it comes to quarterbacks who are very early in their career and where they are headed, and are we going to buy or sell? So... Where, how are we going to swing this here, Evan Wilner? What do we got? Are we gonna, you going to fire him at us, or am I just going to throw him out and we're going? Tonga Vailoa had a, would you say, perfect passer rating on Saturday in preseason? We don't care about the preseason. We do, we do care about we perfect do passer care. ratings. Hold on. We care about perfect passer ratings. Nah, this is nonsense, Evan. I'm just going to jump. Eh, okay, you guys settle down. Uh, the Dolphins <laughs> fan here is just going to jump in and take this one away. Uh, Tua had a perfect passer rating, okay? It was still football, even if it was preseason football. I do think Tua is going to take a step forward because how could you not, Carlin, take a step forward with with all the upgrades they made around the quarterback position. The O-line should be improved with Armstead. He's got help in the backfield He now. He has help in terms of the fastest receiving core in the country, and arguably now he's throwing the football to the best receiver in the entire league in Tyreek Hill. This defense was already elite. The offense needed to take a step forward. You're talking about a team that tried to put their quarterback in the best position to succeed. I'm not saying he's going to turn into Patrick Mahomes, He's not even going to turn into Justin Herbert. That ship has sailed. That's always going to follow him his entire career because they could have drafted Herbert instead. But he is still going to take a step forward, Carlin. Yeah, so I'm out. Oh, <laughs> come on. Would it, it would have been a touchdown the other night, wouldn't it have been? Oh, the ball. If Patrick on, Mahomes threw Tyreek Hill that ball, it would have been a touchdown. Brutal. And brutal. Listen, Perfect passer rating, people. Perfect. I know. I know. Ben, Amber, it's the preseason. Come on. Let's see how it plays out. I I don't know. I don't believe he'll be awful, but I don't believe he'll be good enough to elevate them. And that's where their answer is going to be at the end of the year. The answer is going to be: We need a new quarterback. I'm selling. I'm out. Adios. Goodbye. I like that. Let's keep that pace going. Trey Lance, Carlin, buy or sell takes a step forward. <sighs> I'm gonna buy, but it's not gonna take for a while. It's not going to be for a while. It's not going to be till mid-season. I think there's going to be some growing pains early. My biggest knock on Trey Lance is that he has not played a lot of football. And since 2018, he's played 24 games total and one full season. That's a problem. I'm uh, 25 games, I should say. Amber, I'm going to buy, but not until later. 
seventeen plus three hundred and eighteen is three hundred and eighty nine. That's how many passes we have seen Trey Lance throw. Period in his entire football career guys we are talking about a quarterback who we saw throw 318 total passes in college that was his entire collegiate career and he's throwing 71 in the NFL so yes he's going to take a step forward because he's presumably going to be throwing passes and playing football I've seen Trey Lance play so little of it that I feel like anything frankly is a step forward for Trey Lance him being out there him starting under center is a step forward for Trey Lance I don't know exactly what it's going to look like I don't think that the bar has to be set very high though he has an incredible team around him we know he's got an incredible coaching staff and I think that him being out there and being competent at all will be a step forward all right how about another quarterback from the 2021 draft class Justin Fields buy or sell Justin Fields with that core that offensive line takes a step forward Amber I wanted to say yes. I am concerned with the injury. Oh, Justin Fields. I'm sorry. We're ta- I, I'm looking ahead to Zach Wilson. You threw Justin yeah. Fields at me. You got crazy. I was looking at your screen. Give me all looking, the Zach Wilson. We can do Zach Wilson saying. twice. Like, let's get all the Zach Wilson talk. No, Justin no, 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 no. So, Justin Fields, yes. I, it seems like Justin Fields is primed here to take a little bit of a step. The problem is, unlike the situation with Tua, I don't think that they've set Justin Fields up for any semblance of success. So he is really up against it, having to prove himself in a really difficult situation. It's hard to buy into anything that's happening around him. To me, that's not even a knock on Fields. That's the situation he finds himself in. So I have a hard time believing it, even though in the preseason I have seen the hope. I understand why there could be hope. I mean, thank you, Counselor. That was your entire opening statement for Pete's sake. I'm buying on Justin (laughs) Fields. I'm in on Justin Fields. I love him. My only concern is this year, with the lack of talent around him, he may take a step forward, but we may not really truly be able to see it. But I believe in Justin Fields. You're in on Justin Fields. You're out on Tua. Yes. All right. ridiculous. All right, Amber, I'll let you go first on this one, too, since you were so excited to tell me about how good Zach Wilson's going to be this year. Buy or sell, Zach I'm Wilson. I'm not so excited to tell you how forward. good Zach Wilson's going to be. I, I have a hard time believing that he's going to take some massive step. I, I, I wanted to believe it. Uh, the injury obviously concerns me. But also, he looked bad before that injury. And so I'm having a hard time, Carlin, buying into some big step here from Zach Wilson this season. Yeah, before the injury, I would have I would have bought in, Amber. I'm dumping this stock. I'm out. Sell. And look, I just I can't expect him at his size to be able to stay healthy uh, long enough to, to take a major step forward. They've put more around him. I'm out. Sell. <laughs> It's going to be a long year. All right, Those were like the three guys were at the last game last year, I think. How about the guy that won one pick ahead of Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence? Buy or sell, Trevor Lawrence takes a step forward with Doug Peterson. Chris? Big buy. Yeah, I, Doug Peterson will do wonders for Trevor Lawrence. He will help him a lot. And look, Trevor Lawrence was the guy that was thought of as a generational player for a reason. We are going to see that reason this season. Big step forward or step forward? Step forward, I'll buy. A big step forward, I'll sell. But Trevor Lawrence was so bad last season. I mean, he had a really terrible rookie season. When you consider the expectations that he came into this league with, it's pretty remarkable when you look at what happened to him last season. I understand that's a terrible team around him. He wasn't put in a good situation. None of these number one picks, though, are put in good situations. I'm going to need to see a lot from Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got the right coach to get it out of him. But a big step, I mean, just considering where the starting point was, if we take into account what last season looked like holding on 
onto the ball way too long. He didn't do himself any favors either, even though he had a bad team around him. I, I'll, say, I'll say he'll take a step, a big step. It's hard for me to get there. How about Mac Jones? A lot of talk in New England about you know trouble with the offense, the play calling. He did not look good against the Raiders. Mac Jones, buy or sell, he'll take a step forward, Amber. I mean, he's definitely not taking a step forward. I think the question should be, is he going to take a step backward based on what's happened here in this preseason? I'm not going to put that all on Mac Jones' shoulders yet, but when we're talking about a quarterback who made a Pro Bowl in his rookie season, the expectations are incredibly high. And then one, of course, playing in that system. I think they did a lot of brilliant hiding of his deficiencies last season and put him in a position for success because of how good that coaching staff is. I do not believe, though, that Mac Jones is going to take a step forward. I think remaining stagnant frankly would be a win though for the Patriots yeah that's a sell for me I'm out uh you know Mac Jones uh, I think is an okay player and he's got guys who are just guys around him I don't see how he could possibly take a step forward this year their receivers are just not very good and they lost Tyquan Thornton the other day uh to a broken clavicle he's gone for what looks like two months and he was the guy as a rookie that was giving you real hope so for me I am out Carlin was better at this game than me because he actually bought or sold. And I don't think I actually said that on on any of these guys. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Much more on the Patriots' downfall. And some other... Very underrated stories of the preseason that you need to be paying attention to. That is right after this. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Not convinced there is such a thing as a bad macaroni and cheese. Well, it, that- apparently Keyshawn takes issue with breadcrumbs on top of the mac and cheese. What? I tend to agree with him. I actually, I'm, I'm not into that. The bread You don't crumb, like, like crunchiness just- on top? I like the cheese itself to be crunchy and crispy. Like we can, we could throw it under the broiler before you yeah. serve it to me, get it all nice and crispy. I don't need breadcrumbs as part of the equation. That's uh, I, I, listen, totally unnecessary. I, I'm not going to say that it, it makes or breaks it. It certainly doesn't. Uh, it, it helps a little bit, but I could certainly, I, I can see it both ways, but I'm not ruling it out. You know, I'm not by any, basically you were, Personally, uh, acting with some sort of a, a bias, an anti-breadcrumb there, you and Key, 
Which I don't, I don't get. I, I kind but. of, I am, I guess, slightly anti-breadcrumb. There's not a lot of scenarios where I welcome the breadcrumb, although there's hardly any scenario where I don't welcome bread. So that is a peculiar thing that I just thought about. Uh, about well, myself. then maybe you need to welcome in bread staler cousin, the breadcrumb. <laughs> That's what I would advise you to do because he can be a delightful visitor every once in a while. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty on his honeymoon right now. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So there are some storylines in the NFL right now that I feel like have not gotten a whole lot of attention. And I want to bring them up so we can chew on them for a few minutes here. Number one, there are two teams that when you know we were talking earlier about the teams that are absolutely going to be horrible these teams don't fit into that category but are the jets and the washington commanders ever going to be good again and i mean legit good because the jets can't get out of their own way when it comes to zach wilson i don't know when he's playing i don't know if he can play it sounds like it might be week three and they did an awful lot of good things to get better but yet, because of that, you may not get a chance to find out. And Amber, how about this? I went through just a look at the futility under Dan Snyder this morning. The Washington Commanders, under Dan Snyder, have won 10 games or more three times in 22 years, and they've never won more than 10. So I should say 10 games, and that's it three times. And they've got two playoff wins doesn't feel to me like these teams are ever going to get better, and I'm not convinced they're getting better this year. I think the Jets will, but I'm not convinced it's going to be pretty. When it comes to the commanders, it's hard to have any hope when Daniel Snyder still owns the team, right? And that extends so far beyond, frankly, even what we see with that roster, what happens on the field. It just feels like that whole organization is such a mess that how are they going to right that ship? I think we could even have a conversation about whether them trading for Carson Wentz at the point that they did was smart or whether it would have behooved them to be much more patient with making that decision. And so I have a hard time buying into this commander's team. Now, I guess the one caveat here is that I also had a hard time last season when everybody last offseason was so high on them in terms of their defense. Then their yeah. defense went on to wildly disappoint. Could they get back on track this season? Young for a while now, too, by the right. way. Right. I mean... Theoretically, they could get back on track this season. Theoretically, Carson Wentz could be 2017 Carson Wentz here uh, in what seems like the final act of his starting career in the NFL. But it's hard for me to believe any of it and that any of it is going to happen while Daniel Snyder owns that team. So it just feels like a mess to me in Washington. The Jets feel a bit different. The Jets, it feels like they're just cursed, right? With the Zach Wilson injury, it's like... I don't know what the Jets did in a Pat's life, but goodness, uh, must they have, have done something, I guess, because this is was the season that I actually thought the Jets might kind of get on track here with Zach Wilson, and, and they've got Sauce Gardner, and they had a really good draft that a lot of people were so high on the Jets coming out of this draft with all of their picks in this draft this season, and it just went from that hope uh, to womp, womp, womp here with the Zach Wilson injury and how they've looked so far in the preseason. It's hard to believe in this Jets team. And the worst thing is, though, I also don't think this Jets team is going to be, like, awful, awful, right? Which, arguably, that's the worst place to be, Yeah, Carlin. Yeah, right in the middle. You hate being in the middle. Mm-hmm. Then there's New England, Amber. I, the Patriots, I think this is this, the time that we're really going to see them kind of fall off a cliff. You know, this to me could be a year where they go and win 
seven games, six games. And it's primarily because I was up there uh, a week and a half ago, and granted it's one practice, but everything I've seen, their receivers are not very good. I don't think their offense is very good at all. And I don't think their defense scares the daylights out of anybody. This feels to me like this is officially the end of the Patriot reign. Well, it kind of felt like the end of the Patriot reign when Tom Brady left that franchise, right? Like, let's be real about well, we where they've been. We were still going to find out if it was Belichick or not, right? Right. Well, and and that that ship felt like it sailed when Brady went and immediately won a Super Bowl. But for but listen, that doesn't mean that Belichick's still not one of the greatest coaches of all mm-hmm. time. It can be both. It could be that Brady's that great; he can elevate another franchise. But also that Belichick is a heck of a coach. I think you saw it last season with the way that he utilized Mac Jones, frankly, because Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady, and yet he got that dude to a Pro Bowl in his rookie season. And I think a lot of that was the scheme and kind of hiding some of Mac Jones' deficiencies. So I think you still believe in the coaching staff. You have every reason to believe in the coaching staff. But I'm with you in terms of the pieces on this team. Eh. And this idea that they don't need an OC, you know, because it, Belichick's so much smarter than everybody yeah. else and he doesn't need to do it the traditional way. I don't buy into any of that garbage. I, I, I'm with you. I think the Patriots are going to look much worse this season. And frankly, they were okay last season, right? They won, what, 10 games last mm-hmm. season? They were okay. But you're talking about a team that didn't knock my socks off last season either. I mean, they've been on the decline. Three more stories that are flying under the radar right now, including another team whose window is closing. And is it just flat out over down south? We'll explain what we're talking about. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty. I'm Chris Carlin, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Those three stories that are not being talked about nearly enough next on ESPN Radio. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. There's a bit of a role reversal going on in baseball in New York right now. It is kind of crazy. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Amber Wilson in for Chris Canty. Over the weekend, the Mets had old-timers day. Everybody was flying high at City Field. They couldn't get enough of it. So many positive tweets about everything that the Mets are doing right and Steve Cohen and their owner. And meanwhile, the Yankees lost Aroldis Chapman to the DL. Why? Because he has some sort of infection from a tattoo that he got. Here's Aaron Boone not really wanting to tell you what happened. He did not have to go to the hospital. Uh, he saw there the doctor here. Um, but, you know, we sent him home. Well, he was, what's today, Saturday? So he was here Thursday, and then Friday we kept him back. Yesterday we kept him back in the hotel. Today he's still at the hotel. They're treating him and dressing it and, you know, antibiotics and things like that. I'm hoping that it's not something too serious. Amber. An infection from getting a tattoo during the season. Like that is something that you would have that would have won you Mets bingo a couple of years ago. And now it feels like the entire world is turned here. People question whether baseball is a is a sport, right? Like the haters when they're like, Oh, if you can chew gum while you're playing the game or if you can eat sunflower seeds in the outfield while you're playing the game then it's not a real sport if you can get a tattoo on your leg during the season 
on his leg, Carlin. Yeah. What is going on with that? that Why would that be the time? A guy that drives off his legs to try to throw it as hard as as he can at 100 miles an hour. Kind of important uh, to be able to utilize your legs uh, in in, in any position you're playing on that field. It's remarkable that he would do this during the season. I know it's a long season, but they do have an offseason. Like, why not just get the tat during the offseason? And then also... This has to be tattoo care, right? I mean, are you? do you have tattoos? I don't. So I don't either. So you and I are not experts on this. But no. I feel like this might be on Chapman. I'm not pointing fingers or launching accusations, but it feels like tattoo care after you get a tattoo is probably paramount to avoiding infection because it's open wounds. On I, your I leg would think so. And then do you're you think sweating he, in them. Did he go to a sketchy place in a, you know, four o'clock in the morning? Did his buddy Sal do it? Like, <laughs> what exactly happened? That, that's what I want to know. Uh, I mean, I only came close once in the tattoo parlor, and I completely chickened out. So, well, that doesn't surprise anybody. Yeah, not, not in the least would that surprise you. But uh, during the season, come on, dude, smarten up. Cut down day in the NFL. Tomorrow, the deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern time, where rosters have to get to 53, and yet there is one... One move that has not happened yet. We'll get to that in two and a half minutes. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson. Amber is in for Canty on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. A few minutes ago, we got to the first couple of underrated storylines in the league. Amber, another or underrated storyline in the NFL right now. The Tennessee Titans, it feels like it might be over for Tennessee. Has their window come to a close? When it comes to offseason moves... They weren't necessarily graded all that high. The idea that they traded away A.J. Brown and then just went and got Traylon Burks and hope that he can be just as good from Arkansas, that's a question mark. Where is Derrick Henry right now uh, with his health? He missed nine games last year. He was great before he got hurt, but he missed nine games. And then is Ryan Tannehill a guy that you're really capable of winning with None of this about the Titans from this offseason to last year adds up to them continuing to progress forward. I think the window's closed. I think the window's probably closed as well for what was, like you said, a very good Tennessee Titans team the last few years. I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill believer either. I watched it for so many years down in Miami, for seven years down in Miami. We never knew if Ryan Tannehill was good when we were watching. He wasn't bad. I mean, he's not awful, right? He's not terrible, but he's like a game-managing type of quarterback. You have to have the right pieces around him. The problem is when you're relying on everybody to be playing at their A level and you're relying on everybody to be fully healthy in order for your quarterback to look like a very good quarterback, that's hugely problematic during a 17-game season, right? And so that's what caught up with them last season, and you saw the deficiencies when darn near everybody ended up being injured at points for that Tennessee Titans team. You saw what it looked like when A.J. Brown missed weeks Mm -hmm. on end for that team, and now he's going to not be there for the entire season. Uh, You're not going to have the help that you had surrounding Tannehill just because of those roster moves. And then I don't know where the health of Derrick Henry stands, but this team runs through him, and it's on his back, and it's hard to believe in it because we know how running backs age in that league. I just I have a hard time with you. I have a hard time. It still could be like you and I could be wrong. I could see a scenario where like yeah. we could be wrong but man it feels like that window is closed to me so many people have been so high in the new orleans saints this coming year and i know why that defense has got a chance to be really really good but amber on the offensive side can i trust Jameis winston yet 
I don't know that. I, I, I really, I've been befuddled by the idea that people automatically assume that Jameis Winston is at this point where it's finally all going to click. This is not three years into the career. This is not five years into the career. We are seven years down the road by now, and usually you are what you are by that point. And while he could throw for 5,000 yards, we've seen him be capable of throwing for 30 interceptions too. Even if Michael Thomas is healthy coming back, I don't think the Saints can win with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Yeah, and we've seen him throw for 30 touchdowns, fine, which is what everyone points to, right, when you throw out the 30 (laughs) picks. Like, the picks don't matter. Also, you have to, if you have one, you have to have the other when it comes to Jameis. I know it looked good for the first six games of last season. He gets injured in the seventh game. It was six games. Like, if you take his entire career in Tampa, then why do you believe it's going to be so different in New Orleans? And well, would it have looked different, Carlin, if he had been out there for the entire season last season and hadn't suffered that injury? Now he's coming back from a major injury. And oh, by the way, Sean Payton is no longer the coach there, which everyone just seems to forget. Like, there's... Like, they're not going to miss a beat there. And Dennis Allen's going to be the same guy. Even the last time we saw him be a head coach, it was really quite ugly. I'm with you. I do not understand why everyone is so high, other than Keyshawn, because Michael Thomas is his nephew outside of Keyshawn Johnson. I don't understand why everybody else is so high on this New Orleans Saints team. Even expecting him, by the way, at the receiver position, to be the same dude that he was back in 2019 when he was – you know, an MVP level. It's asking a lot. And then finally, what we alluded to earlier, the 49ers is cut down day comes tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on that team. Here's Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider today on Get Up. That's right, because the base salary for all veterans is when they're on the roster on opening day. So basically they have until next Saturday at 4 o'clock to make a decision if he's on the roster or not, because that's when his salary would be locked in for the year. So they don't have to cut him right now but the roster spot is what i'd be a little bit concerned about too like at what point are you just going to move on and stop holding out hope that you can get a sixth round pick and some sucker to take a 20 million dollar contract when they're never going to do it they're yeah. going to they're gonna, not going to happen i don't really understand the point of this at this yeah. point because he, whatever you're getting in return for him at this point does, i mean he's so nominal like just save yourself the 27 million dollars and then you're going to have to work out the cap money too like you're going to cut the guy Right, you're going to cut him. You you need to cut him. You're going to save significant money. You can pay Bosa when you cut Jimmy G, which is the whole reason you're going to end up cutting him. You got to cut him, and you, and you might as well cut him on 53 days so you can use that spot for somebody else. It, it's maddening to me that this hasn't happened yet, and I I have to get the feeling that they haven't necessarily tried to do right by Garoppolo either. There seem to be a lot of bad feelings there. You know you. It just doesn't feel like there there really is a whole lot of love on either side right now. I feel like if there was, this would have been resolved by now. But instead, we sit around and wait to see when and if, if and when, really, he gets cut. Check out Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.